T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're going to bring in our guy right now. It's time to talk to the manager of the Boston Red Sox, uh, Alex Kaur, which is brought to you by Arbella Insurance. Joining us on the Harbor One Hotline is Alex Kaur. AC, what's up, man? Lou and Christian, we missed you. What's going on? Everything good? Everything is good. Now, you in New York already? Yeah, we're here. Yeah, we're in the the stadium. We're going to go head outside for a little bit and then head to the hotel, have dinner, and tomorrow have breakfast and work out again, and then be ready for Friday. Yeah, I feel like we haven't – so much has gone on. I mean, you grew a beard. <laughs> you still got I, the beard? You know, Opening I, day beard or what? Yeah, shave it. yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it, bro. No, 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 no. I can't shave it. Things are going <laughs> really good at home, bro. <laughs> All right, listen, before we, before we get to the season, I just want to start with the move you guys made with, uh, with Chris Sale on the 60-day IL. Was that something that kind of prevented you guys for, or prevented maybe him from rushing it back, allowed you to just sort of really take your time to make sure he's ready when he comes back? We always take our time with him, right? We did it last year, and I think it paid dividends. Uh, he did a good job in the regular season. I know he has his struggles in the playoffs, but the way he finished the the, the playoffs was really good, right? Throwing 96, 97. And, you know, there's a guy that we, first of all, we respect, right? And we respect the process. And we have to be very careful with the, with the way we do things with him. He's so important to us. And, and like, we talk a little bit with him, and uh, he's the ultimate teammate. He understands that. You know, uh, a, full, a healthy, healthy Chris Sale, it makes a difference uh, for us in the division, you know, in the American League. And uh, to get him in June, July, whenever he gets back uh, at full strength, it means a lot to us. So that's something we, we talk. We've been talking about it for the last two weeks. And I think it's the, the you know, it makes sense for, for us to do this and not rush him. And uh, he doesn't feel pressure. They have to come out right away and uh, try to uh, help us win ballgames. So, Alex, I would, um, you know, I would think that you'd be pretty happy, you know, with the uh, with the preseason predictions that uh, everyone is giving the Red Sox right now. I feel like you have them right where you want them. Power like, rankings, power rankings. Nobody <laughs> thinks you're going to make the playoffs. You're only going to you're only going to win eighty games and maybe get into wild card game. Like, how does that? Like, I mean, is the underdog role? I feel like it's something that you know, especially after last year, something that you guys really relished in you know and you guys t- do you guys pay attention to that and, and, and do you use it at all well not too many scouts in the in four myers you know early on so they can't really judge who we are you know so i understand where we are in the rankings you know but it's not how you start it's how you finish now nah, man it's you know we like <laughs> we love we love having fun and already sent a, a picture of the power rankings to to bogey and as always he didn't agree with it you know so he started pointing, yeah, oh, this team, no, this team, no, you know. So we do believe we have a good team. And, 
of course, we play in the toughest division in baseball. We know that, and I think everybody got better. But just like last year, I think every team in this division, they, we have question marks, right? And uh, every, everything has to be, get better and understanding that throughout the season, teams are going to call up their, their, their guys, you know, top prospects, and they're going to help their teams out. And then July will come, and people are going to make trades. So, um, you know, it starts Friday, right away, right? We got uh, New York for three, and then we move on to Detroit, who has a good team, and then we got Minnesota, who has a great team. So uh, we do feel like we belong in the conversation, but at the same time, you know, we, we just got to go out there and perform. Talking to Alex Core and Alex, you talk about question marks, and that was one of the things we were looking at. Keith Law, actually, Athletic, had you guys at 82 wins, and his biggest concern was your rotation. So, And I don't think you're, you're alone in this situation here in the month of April, but how concerned are you for that month of April with the short and spring training with this rotation that maybe you have? I think rotation-wise, we, we're in a good place, to be honest with you. Our guys uh, have done five, six innings. You know, my biggest concern going into the season is the bullpen. Uh, and not only our bullpen, I think everybody will be in the same boat. You know, not being able to give our uh, relievers back-to-back uh, uh, back-to-back games or uh, in the big field, uh, not to be able to give them dirty innings throughout spring training, that was the hardest part because you you have to, you know, we took we took care of the uh, starters. Their first outing was three, then four, then five, and then trying to get to six. And uh, obviously with a handful of games, it was hard to get the relievers into the rhythm. Um, there's a few guys that I, I do believe they're getting close to who they are. But uh, they're not there yet, there yet, and uh, we have to be very careful early on how we use them. But as far as the rotation, you know, we're, we're six, six deep, you know, and uh, obviously people are going to question who they are and all that stuff, but uh, we have some capable guys. And, uh, you know, um, now we go back to pitching to scouting reports and, and preparing, you know, for to attack a, a lineup for, for five or six innings and then flip the ball to the bullpen. So we'll be in better shape, but I think overall – our rotation looks good. You know, we got stuff and different different kind of pitchers. So um, I, I really, you know, don't agree with the rotation part of it, but I do agree with the bullpen, and it's because of the short spring training. So so is it too early to declare a, a closer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's what? Today is what? Uh, I mean, now we got one more day. So, yeah, it's way too early. So, uh, uh, yeah. Now we got – I mean, we got guys, and we got – I mean, we got some new guys that – they got good stuff, and we'll make some match. Uh, one thing that will be great for the team is for for Matt to to get back, you know, get back his fastball. And if he if he can do that, he'll be okay, and I'll be fine flipping the ball to him, you know. But we got to get him there. And um, the last one in the backfields was a good one as far as the mechanics. Uh, he did an amazing job last year early in the season, and then he lost it. I think his fastball wasn't playing uh, the way he did early on. He was more aggressive actually in the zone. Uh, the fastball wasn't hopping; it was actually cutting later on in the season, and that's why you were the uh, hitters were able to actually barrel it. So, uh, if he can get his uh, his uh, his hop back in the fastball, you know, and uh, then being able to throw the breaking ball off, off of that is the guy that we're looking for. And uh, you know, hopefully, we can get that guy, and uh, he can go into the ninth and get three outs and, and give us uh, uh, help us win ball games. Talking to Alex Core and Alex, you know, I'm always interested in guys I don't I don't really know much about. And Cutter Crawford is a guy that looks like he's he's made your team in that bullpen. Look like he had a really good camp. And I don't want to say like has like you know Whitlock vibes to it, you know. But how can this guy help you out of the bullpen? 
Yeah, I mean, uh, he can give us multiple innings, and stuff-wise, he's really good. You know, 97 with a cutter, a split, and a breaking ball. You know, he's a starter. He's a starter, and we, we still envision him as a starter. But uh, for this roster, for what we're trying to accomplish early on this season and obviously throughout the season, uh, he fits right in on that multi-inning reliever. Uh, I hate, you know, comparing guys, and, you know, I hate when people start dropping names. You know, let's let's cutter be cutter, you know, and uh, help us win ball games the way we're going to use them. Uh, we do believe that he's, he's good in certain matchups. We will protect him, but at the same time, when he goes out there, uh, he's not only he's not going for three outs. You know, he's going to give us multiple innings, and we're pretty comfortable with him. So, Alex, uh, have you um, have you uh, used this whole pitch com pitching device? You know, uh, that that the major league teams we tried, are, yeah. And we, how'd it go? We tried, yeah, we tried. It, it didn't go well. There's a few things that we still have to work on. <laughs> like uh, what? Like what's the, the biggest time, issue with it? Uh, the time of it, and uh, you know. I do believe there's a conviction factor behind the pitcher. If you're a pitcher and you see Yadi Molina pressing buttons or you see Yadi Molina putting a finger down, who you prefer as a pitcher? You, yeah. you like the button or you want, or you want the, the th- slider down there? Let's go. Is Yadi Molina behind the plate? So there's a conviction factor behind this. And uh, I know everybody talks about speeding up the game, but I do believe guys are going to call timeout, you know, when they feel rushed at the plate and they're going to slow down the game. So, it's not as easy as people think, you know, and it's not that I don't agree with it. You know, I saw Vanderbilt doing it in college, and it, it it looks pretty good, but the college game is a lot different than big leagues. You know, in college, you don't shake off the pitching coach. At this level, you will get sh- shake off, and the pitchers are going to throw what they want. So, um, you know, you know, people are going to use it, and maybe we will later on, but I think right now uh, we'll stay away from it in certain situations, and I think it's about the conviction factor. You know, it's – it's something that, as a pitcher, you get the sign, you look at the target, there's conviction behind the plate, uh, behind the pitch. And in certain occasions, you know, the way I saw it in spring training, you know, they get the, the pitch and they get on the rubber and throw the pitch, you know. So that's what I think about that. What do you think about it? Well, I I, I, I love it. I'm kind of cra- – <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan of it because you mentioned before shaking it off. And what I'm curious about is – is this like an all-or-nothing thing? Like, is there a chance you might have two or three pitchers comfortable with it? Like, how, how would that work? I think, um, you know, the, I, we've been watching videos of other guys, other teams, and there's a few pitchers that are using it, others are not. So uh, I think it's about comfort, you know, and also what you do on the mound. You know, mm-hmm. if you're a guy that uh, you really call your game, I think they're going to avoid it because you don't want to be shaking up the catcher, of course, you're trying to be on the same page, right, with the catcher, mm-hmm. but sometimes that doesn't doesn't happen. You know, in certain outings, you know, they're not in the same page, and you know that's frustrating not only for for the pitcher but also for the catcher and everybody involved. So we'll see how it goes, man. And also, um, you know, we we tried this in front of seven thousand people, you know, and uh, yeah. when the noise is, is is when it's loud and and noisy and the music going on and all that stuff. Uh, let's see how it goes, but. I do believe it's something that uh, with time, everybody's going to use it, but it's just a comfort level, you know, and right now we're not comfortable with it. All right. So I know you guys have um, – I'm just curious about all, like, the contract talks surrounding your team. you got a lot of guys, right? Not just Rafi and, and uh, extension talk, but Xander, Ovaldi, J.D., Vasky, Kike. How do you keep that from being a distraction? Because, you know, I mean, it's got to be in the back of their head, right? I mean – well, there, there's two ways to see it, right? If you're going to get paid, you produce, right? And it's a win-win situation. So, uh, you know, it's part of, 
it's been part of baseball for a while, right? I mean, they earned the right to become free agents, and uh, you know they put good numbers, and they're going to benefit the Red Sox, and hopefully, you know, we we can get a lot of guys back, you know. But that's not being real, right? You know, we know how the business works, but uh, to be honest with you, during spring, obviously the media talks about Ravi and Xander a lot. You just mentioned a few of them too, you know, JD and Kike and uh, and Nate and Plow and uh, Christian. So. Um, you know, they're everyday players too. They're not role players, so they understand that they have to post anyway. So um, you don't hear too much, uh, too much talk about it. Only the media has mentioned it. I think we're in a good place, and uh, I don't think we're the only team that is going through this. You know, there's a lot, and and it's just the business of the of the game. And uh, you know, like I said before, uh, we had a great camp. It was excellent, to be honest with you. And uh, I think everybody's locked in of what we're trying to accomplish, and everything starts Friday. Okay, we're so we're talking to Alex Cor. Alex, last one for me. <clears throat> so obviously, camp's over. Can you g- give me a guy that like so we haven't been talking about, or maybe the you know because we're not down there, we can't see everything. All we get is what we get from the Bradfords of the world. Is there a guy that you <laughs> think that 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 is going under the radar that you think we'll be talking about come September? Like a name, uh, got to be named later. You know, I mean, everybody knows Bobby, right? Uh, we had high expectations coming to uh, camp last year, and uh, for everything that what people talk about, he had a good season, right? He had 25, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. He kind of like took off in August and September, and uh, he looks like he's in a really good place. Uh, so I think Bobby's going to have a, a very consistent season. I think you know, average wise, he's going to he's going to hit for a better average. Obviously, he's still going to hit the homers. But uh, if I have to pick somebody out of the position players, uh, he'll be the guy. Okay. I wanted to ask you about um, the outfield situation. You talk about Jackie, maybe against lefties, uh, Arroyo and JD be out there. But how comfortable are you? How's Christian doing in the outfield? And would it be left, or would be able to patrol right field at Fenway? No, he'll be right field. We're not gonna we're not gonna put in a situation like Swihart and, and Hanley five or six years ago, right? Mm-hmm. That we put him in, they put him in left field in Fenway and. You know, they ran into the wall and, and they got hurt. So, you know, Christian is a good athlete. And uh, the more he's out there, the more comfortable he is. There's a good chance that he'll play right field here uh, on Sunday. And also we got that game on Wednesday, right, uh, in Detroit against Eduardo. So um, he, he's good. You know, there's going to be a few things that, you know, he needs to learn on the job. But uh, as far as the athlete and moving around, you know, he's been good. So, um, you know, the platoon situation – it's offensively, you know, we can go other ways, you know, JD can DH, I mean, JD can play the outfield and we can give Xander, you know, a quote unquote off day as a DH and, uh, you know, put Christian a short who's, he's been really solid. So, uh, you know, we'll see how it goes, but little by little, we feel more comfortable with Christian playing the outfield. Last one for me too. I just want to get you talking Again? about, yeah, one more. <laughs> yeah. James Paxton, because, um, I, I thought it's Tommy Jones was like a month after sale. So it's almost like I was thinking it may be an August, September type of thing, but it seems like he's way ahead of schedule, right? Is there a realistic timeline or do you even look at it that way? I don't, uh, I don't want to say way ahead of schedule, but he's ahead of, uh, where he was, where Chris was last year at this time. Um, you know, he, he made some adjustments as far as his preparation. Uh, you know, he's, he's weight training and, and all that stuff. His mechanics are different than the ones he, he had in Seattle, in New York. It seems like there's less stress on the elbow and the shoulder. So, um, you know, he'll be with us next week. Uh, and, and the home opener, I think, is something special, right? 
and having him around be see the Fenway, you know, see Fenway and the fans uh, going, you know, uh, cheering for our team. It'll be great. So, you know, no timetable, but I do believe, you know, James is going to contribute us to, to help to accomplish what we're trying to do. All right, Alex. Listen, we appreciate it, man. Good luck on Friday, getting this thing going here on Friday. We look forward to talking to you uh, next week. Thank you, guys. Be well. All right, Peace Alex. Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.